0: We all know the things of what we have to do to be healthier, like drink more water, get your sleep, exercise. You know, everybody always says it. Your doctor says it and then shuts you out the door, right? But we don't always understand the how. And I feel like understanding the how is getting to know yourself more and realizing what works for you and what doesn't.
1: Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rule, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Gather and Growth. I am very much looking forward to today's episode. I am joined by my new friend, Dawn Cress. I actually um, recorded with her last week to be on her podcast, Beyond the Plate. And there were so many things that came up in our conversation that I just feel like are a missing piece to a puzzle that I'm slowly uncovering. And I feel like so many of you are also on this journey of just getting to know ourselves more deeply, how to take care of our health from the inside out, how to... How, I don't know. We're going to get all into it today. So without further ado, Dodd, I'm so, so glad you are here. Thanks for joining us today. Yes. Thank you so much, Emily. I'm just so
0: excited. This is going to be fun. Continue on our conversation.
1: If it's anything like last week. Last week, we both like got onto the call like, my brain's not quite here today. Yeah, me too. And we were all over the place. So if... if-
0: And you know what's awesome? This ties in spot on to what we're going to talk about today. So I'm like, we can give ourselves like, huh, like I'm not an idiot. Like I do have a brain and just sometimes it's not going to show up when I want it to. So
1: yes. Well, we will certainly get into that more. But before then, I would love if you could tell anyone who's getting to know you the first time a little bit about who you are, what you do, where you live and what got you here today. Yes, So
0: like everybody else's like journey, it's definitely been an evolution. Um, it's funny last week, I spoke with a student council group in my community because I live in like rural Iowa as well. so Northeast Iowa. And I was speaking about um, goals and how to achieve them and how to like dig into that. And one kid just finally was like looking up to me. He's like, what do you teach? And I'm like, whoa, no, I am not a teacher because we were inside the school in a classroom. And I was like, no, 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 buddy. Like, I'm not a teacher. But then it's funny because I'm like, I am a teacher in the sense that I help women educate about themselves Mm and things that we're going to talk about today. But it's a lot about embracing your lifestyle while getting to live your desired life because like we talked about a lot last week too is just as a mom you just get so inundated and kind of forget who you are and then all of a sudden you're like wow I have a moment to breathe or I'm just so inundated of the diapers in the survival mode and I'm like oh do I have hobbies and then you jump onto something so it is kind of funny like I um kind of like you I ran I used to hate running um but I did it so then you know you could be thin or fit for those events. Um, But then it became once I had kids that it was like a moment to have my brain just decompress, like Mm -hmm. let the stress roll. It was my endorphin hit. I loved it. I ended up running like several, several half marathons and then I got cancer. And I was like, wow, that was a shock. Like mm, thought I was healthy because I could run a half marathon. Like, hello, like that's not fair. And so that's where I think my story and journey really begin. So then I started to look inward to understand myself more of why did I get cancer? Um, How can I prevent it from happening again? And once you get that inundated of like, oh, my gosh, there's so much toxins around us. We farm. So hello. Like there's like all the swords and pointing at us of our industry that's causing these things. But when I kept digging into it deeper, it's like, no, because not everybody dies from this or not everybody mm-hmm. gets sick. So we're also individual. And so that's what I help women with is like, we all know the things of what we have to do to be healthier, like drink more water, get your sleep, exercise. You know, everybody always says it, your doctor says it and then shut you out the door. Right. But we don't always understand the how. And Mm -hmm. I feel like understanding the how is getting to know yourself more and realizing what works for you and what doesn't. So that's where I've really been in the last like, well, the first few years, it was like inundating in anything I could learn about health. And then I started a blog just to be like, I need to like share this. And so friends were like, oh, how can I get on this list? So it grew from there. And then I was like, oh, I have enough interest that like, maybe this would just be easier if I taught something like so it was all by accident because I was working a full time job was doing the thing, was loving it. And then all of a sudden I wasn't because I'm like, it's Mm -hmm. not my passion project anymore. My -hmm. passion lied with these women that were like having these aha moments without having to have the cancer to come through it. So it's just evolved over that time. And I started a podcast um, Beyond the Plate last year because I finally realized I don't really don't like writing. It's so much (laughs) easier for me just to talk and edit that out. So it was a good transition um, that way. And it also helped me just like dig deeper into like what I enjoy, what is fun for me, what lights me up. Because Mm -hmm. when I was doing those things, I noticed life got easier.
1: Mm. And I love that you're talking so much about like what it means for each individual person. And that's so in line with, you know, what I speak about when it comes to habits or when it comes to goal setting or even like looking at what your dreams are is like what works for someone else or what someone else wants shouldn't be or isn't necessarily the same thing that you want? So what do you actually want? And I think there's a part of us that really struggle with that question, because we're so used to doing all of these things that other people expect us to do that, like you said, we get you know, we do the mom thing, we do the career thing. And all of a sudden, like, who am I? What do I want? What do I like? What am I good at? And then at a deeper level, what you're getting into is like, how does my body function? What does my body need? What makes sense for me? And I feel this collective awakening where more and more of us are starting to ask those types of questions, like seeking functional health or chiropractic or or getting to just know these parts of ourselves deeper. And it's, Awakening, enlightening and also for me really maddening. like how do we not know this information?
0: Yes. and like you saying, yes, you get mad of like why didn't I know this And then I kind of like I went through the anger stage because I was the same. like I went through the traditional medicine. like I did a traditional like surgery. my cancer was thyroid um, related so they had to remove it and then I had to do a treatment. And then afterwards, after, then I'm like, oh, I could have done all these other things and Mm. probably not have had a higher risk to get cancer again because of the treatment I went through. And I started to like be mad and pissed off. Like, why don't we know these things? And I think we do know them. We're just not ready to embrace them yet and do something with it. Just like I said with everybody knows what they're supposed to do to get healthy and lose weight and be fit but we don't do it because it doesn't apply to us yet. Like we haven't had that like moment yet. And so even being in like a rural area, like my town doesn't even have a thousand people, like it's rural, you know? So we're close to like bigger areas, but we don't always have, like when I was going through my cancer, I didn't even know what integrative medicine was, or when I would bring it up to my doctor, she'd kind of like, question me or like be on the the defense of like, well, why would you want to go that route? Like, do you not believe in what we're doing? Or mm-hmm. like, you know, just totally on the defense. And I'm like, no, I'm just asking the question so I can make an informed decision about me. Like, yes, you are an expert, but it doesn't mean that I have to do everything that you say. You're just giving me options. I'm ultimately the one that's choosing. And I think as a mom, that's a big thing too, where you know, you can go on either side of like immunizations and like COVID shot. Like I think once that got on there, like people started to question more of like, is this right? Or am I just agreeing with somebody because they have the white coat in the degree and they paid how much money to get it?
1: Right. Intuition
0: is a huge thing. So we really have to stop and like, look inside and trust our intuition. And I think that is why it's like the last two years, I've really like shifted from doing like personal development of what everybody else is telling me to do to finally I had to be like, okay, I get what they're telling me to do in business or in health and all of these things that I was interested in to grow what I had. But finally, I was like, how does that work for me? Like, for some reason, it's not happening for me, you know, like making the seven, seven figures or, you know, whatever it is. And so I was like, I need to understand myself more. Mm -hmm. So when I started going on that journey, things have gotten so much more clear and fun where it's not like, oh, the pressure and the hustle and the burnout and that cycle. Like I was just so ready to give up that cycle. And so I've really dug deep into learning my cycle, um, which every woman has, and also incorporating human design. So I think those are two pieces that were the biggest life-changing for me on getting to understand myself as an individual.
1: Yeah, the human design rabbit hole is one that I just started to go on this fall. It is so cool, and we can for sure talk more about that. But first, I do really want to spend some time on this topic of our cycle. Because it was a little over a year ago that I first heard a podcast that explained the four phases of our cycle. And it was like the most shocking information I've ever heard, which again, goes back to this anger. Like, how did I not know this? Like, I will be, uh, you know, it makes me a little embarrassed to admit, but it was no fault other than my own. I didn't even know what ovulation was until after I was pregnant with my second child. (laughs) That's like- So stupid to say out loud, but I'm sure there's someone listening that's like, What? Like, oh my gosh. And it's like, we are not, at least not in what my experience was, taught even the most basic functionality of our bodies. And so, just starting to understand that has like opened this whole door, like you said, you know, even just when it comes to productivity. And then I know you talk about. movement and nutrition. So for someone who is just like, wait, what? Can you give us a rundown? Tell us all about our cycle that no one bothered to tell us when we had those classes in seventh
0: grade. Right. Like the shame and then like the Uh. hiding of all of it. Like, it's just gross. Like, and it makes you feel gross. Like you're the worst thing in the world, but it's like, we're all mammals. We all menstruate. Like what the heck? And, and before I even go down this rabbit hole, it is funny that like, yes, we have a cycle and obviously it's 28 days long. Men have a cycle. Mm -hmm. It's 24 hours long. So we live in a men's world, a man's universe, which I love my husband. He just doesn't always get it. Like, and I get like farming, like same thing. Like he doesn't ever shut off, but you can always tell there's like that time of the day or, or things, but That's why we have nine to five jobs. That's why things are open when they are or available. Like think of all the different workout programs are, they're all built around a men's schedule because it's easy. Like they don't have to figure it out because you and me are probably on a different cycle, which I don't know, maybe we're not because neither one of us had brains capacity last (laughs) week. So we very may have well been in the same zone. But before we get into the weeds, because I, when I first found this stuff out too, I was like mind blown. How do I am? How am I in my 30? Like I'm 30 something. I was over 35 when I found that out. I'm like, I already had my three kids. and So I'm like, say what? So yeah, no shame. But at the same time you do as a female, you're like, um, this is what's happening in my body every 28 days. And I have no idea besides, oh, if I have a period or not. And if you're on mm-hmm. birth control, it's like pass. Like I'm going to get the option that I only have it a couple times a year. Cause duh, who wouldn't? But yes, there are four cycles, but I'm going to like, high level at first. There are I like to call them two seasons. Okay. So dividing those two in half, we have the masculine cycle and then the feminine season, I should say, season. So we don't keep like throwing around the cycle thing, so I'll probably interchange those just out of habit. But we have those two type of things. So if you think of masculine, Okay. So you're more productive. You are working out like a fiend. You can get all sorts of things done. Your communication skills are like on fire. Um, you're a little more hungry during those phase that season. Right. And then if you switch it to your two feminine cycles, maybe a little more insecure, maybe more tired or sluggish emotional. Hello. We all know that we have those phases. And then isn't it always great when somebody's like, Oh, they must be on the rag or something like that. It's like, dear God, we have hormones. Like they cycle yeah. through for a reason. So it's just a part of it. So those are the two big seasons that we have. So somebody can even just make it as simple of like being self-aware of like, okay, I'm feeling a little more of this for like the week, you know? Um, Cause I try to just break it down. Most people, like I said, have a 28 day cycle. Mine is almost like closer to a 30, but for simplicity, because that's how I try to make everything in life, I document it on my calendar so then I kind of know what I can get done and what expectations mm. I have for myself by just doing every seven days instead of like, because each phase can be different. Like one's four days, mm. one could be 14, like it gets confusing. So again, I like to keep it very, very simple in that sense. So the four phases in the cycle that break down even closer. So within the masculine part is our follicular. In our ovulation, which seems kind of funny because it's like, uh, if, if we're like in masculine energy, why are we ovulating? But that's when those like, like I said, we're just more naturally like charged up. We are high vibe. Like we are just go, go, go. Like don't need the rest. So let's start with a follicular. That's when I'm in right now. So I have all the energy. My brain is firing. I'm feeling like I'm getting shit done. Like it, mm-hmm. it feels so good. So I can get all the things done in less time than it would take me if i was doing them in a feminine phase okay so follicular is that time where you're just more high vibe you have that energy and then the next phase that comes after that is ovulation so it's almost like our body is helping like prep up to mm. carry an egg right so there's all these things going in our body that obviously we don't know for like ever So, the second phase, ovulation, is when we have an egg present, but we're also more naturally magnetic. That's times where we enjoy having plans and wanna fill our calendars up. And then there's other times where then we go into that luteal phase, where that switches down to the feminine side, is where we wish that somebody would have canceled our plans. Like, we don't wanna do anything, (laughs) we have no energy. We're like, why? Why did I commit to this? Like, that was really stupid. Like, I'm just so tired, I don't wanna be social. That is that PMS phase too. Mm. So it's that week that happens right before you menstruate. So then after luteal is menstruation, okay? So the four, and they just continue all over and all over. So sometimes it's just easier to think of like, okay, we all know we have a period. Let's start with that basic science, right? That's your menstrual phase. The week after that is follicular. When you're starting to like get more energy, you're wanting to get things done. Ovulation is like so social. And then it downturns because your body is like prepping to then menstruate again. So luteal is just your super, super tired time. And it just cycles from there. So how much have I confused you right now?
1: No, I'm, I'm totally tracking. And I'm just like thinking in my brain, you know, all those times where, like you said, you're like getting stuff done. You're like, I'm on fire. I'm so productive, like to-do list, cross, 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 cross. And then you have another day where you're like, Oh my gosh, I cannot even speak. I cannot get going. Like, why is my brain not functioning? And I think without this information, it's easy to just be like, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? I mm. suck. Why am I not being productive? Why am I so lazy? I can't do this. Why did I ever think I could accomplish this goal? We like put so much self loathing and blame on it. But just having this very basic information allows someone, because I won't even say like I've fully implemented this myself, but allows someone to be like, okay, like know what the expectations are and be able to manage accordingly. Like, be able to, I, I just think about it in terms of work specifically, but be able to kind of plan what your workflow looks like accordingly if you have the capability to do that, or even just be able to understand why something feels hard on a certain day. Hey friend, just because you're good at what you do and worked so hard to get where you are today, doesn't mean you can't do something different. Something that truly lights up your heart in this next chapter of your life. I know how scary it can be to ditch the roles you've always had and step into the unknown of what's to come. I've been there, but What if you had the space and support you've been missing to ask yourself the hard questions and figure out what you really want? Can you even imagine having such laser-focused clarity on your priorities that everyone else's opinion doesn't matter because you feel so grounded and good about where you're going? What if you had unwavering trust and confidence in yourself and a tight-knit community of rural women like you who are doing the work too? How would it feel to have an action plan that you feel so excited to follow and work toward every day because it's not leading you towards someone else's version of success. It's yours. It's not only possible, it's real. This was created for you. My upcoming Ascend Retreat was created to help bring your dreams, big and small, to life. Join us March 16th through 19th in Branson, Missouri, for a weekend that will truly change your life forever. Head to emilyrushell.com slash retreats or the link in today's show notes to learn more and secure your spot for this one-of-a-kind experience, especially curated for you.
0: And it was hard when I started learning this stuff, I was working a nine-to-five corporate job. Like, I was like, oh, well, this is nice for somebody who's an entrepreneur, like, and can just, like, control their... Schedule completely, but it was a great thing. Like, you can still do that. So, if there were, if I had the choice of when a meeting was, obviously I wasn't doing it during Ludial, otherwise I might have fallen asleep or I wasn't coming with my brain firing and all these different things. And then also being able to plan like your kids' schedules, or like if that's a time where you're going to be really tired and you just don't have the energy after you've worked all day to run your kids to activities, maybe that's the time in that like menstrual luteal phase that you ask for help or ask your husband to take them to the activity and do the extra running because by the end of the day, you're spent. Like you've used all that energy that your body has and there's nothing left and there's nothing wrong with you. It's just your body needs that time. So I think in really empowering cycle sinking into your life and just starting to like understand it, even like in a very small piece, you start to take back that Ownership that there isn't anything wrong with you. You get to take back that hustle and grind mode and just be able to flow instead of like work against yourself. Like you can plan around some things and slowly implement and build different things like you said, um, to even for work. Okay, so you're a speaker you probably don't want to be speaking doing during your luteal phase. Otherwise, you're going to trip on your words. You're not going to have as much energy unless mm. it's an event that's early in the morning. So it's not to say you're never going to do a speaking engagement or you're not going to record a podcast during luteal. You just want to do
1: them in the morning. Right. And just like knowing what those expectations are mm-hmm. and not holding yourself to an entirely different standard that exists in a different state of being. That's not fair. No, because men, they can just
0: do it every 24 hours. Where us, it's like, "Mm." but when we're asked the question, hey, when works for you, then you get to have that empowerment of, well, actually, this time or day would be great for me. Thanks. Let's do that.
1: Yeah. So obviously, we've kind of touched on what this looks like in like work or productivity, but I know you also work a lot with your clients on what this means in terms of movement or nutrition, things like that. What Pieces of advice could you offer that is well suited for each of these phases?
0: Yes. So it's really important to know these when it comes time for movement, especially because a lot like me last week being just coming out of menstrual phase, I didn't want like cardio, the sound of it to have to do that at home. I was like, oh my God, this is awful. Why did anybody invent cardio? Like (laughs) if I was going for a run, fine, but to do it in front of my TV in my living room, no, like you, I was just dying a slow death. But then knowing I was going into my follicular phase where I have more energy, now this week I am loving longer workouts. I'm loving the cardio because I feel aligned with it. So you don't have that internal struggle of feeling that you're not enough or that you're lazy and you just want to sleep in. So it gives you that permission to plan around those things. And like you said, also with the nutrition. So yes, I'm a wellness coach but that means everything in your life. So it does include the work because then if you are aligned in your work, then you have more energy for everything else. And then you can digest better and your hormones are working better. So it all goes in sync. But with the eating patterns too, like I said, for masculine, just think of like your husband, he can eat like a football player every day. And there are definitely times that I'm like, Hey, I will match you plate for plate. And then there's others where you're like, "Mm, I'm not very hungry. So in the feminine seasons, you're not as hungry, you don't need as much proteins. And that's another big misconception of like, Oh, my gosh, we just got to load up on all the proteins in the water. Not always, because if we're doing that, we're not getting the benefit from it. So it's not helping us to like, push the proteins every single day of our life, because in those seasons, we're not using them. So when we don't use them, they're just sitting in our bodies, not being purposeful. And then they convert to fat. So if anybody's ever like, oh, I just want to trim that out. I need to have like more protein. Not necessarily. It depends on when. Save those for those, that seasons of the masculine phase where you're high energy, you're burning that up more and you're utilizing it.
1: Wow. So it's like, you know, if you think about I'm putting the word diet in air quotes because it makes me cringe. But (laughs) if you're thinking about, you know, planning what you're going to eat Mm -hmm. for a month, you can really, you know, it's not like what you're saying is like calorie intake shouldn't look the same, even if you're looking at, and I am not an expert in macros and things like that, but just from my limited (laughs) knowledge, what you're saying is like that can even... Or should mm-hmm. even look different depending on what phases of your cycle you're in. Correct.
0: Absolutely. Wow. Yes. And even like warm versus cold foods. So like when you are in that feminine season, you want more cooked vegetables because then your body can break them down. Whereas mm-hmm. if you're in your like masculine seasons, those um, follicular and ovulation, you can have raw vegetables and your body digests them better. So yes, I don't deal anything with counting calories. It makes me cringe. I don't even know the macros, like counting. Like, cause to me, I'm like, everybody's different. And if you're like put to a set, like, oh, you have to count that. It drives you freaking insane. Like, let's yeah. be honest. Like we have enough to worry about. I'd rather learn about, okay, what do, what do I like? And during my seasons and my phases here of my cycle, that's how I can empower and be better. Not to say that like, Macros are bad, but when you're constantly focusing on that and not aligning it with how you operate, is it really working? Is it going to be long term sustainable?
1: No. Right. Well, and I think that also brings up another point of like the more in tune you are in with something like your cycle or your body's inner workings, the more in tune you are with what you actually need, which then like almost separates the necessity to have a measurement tool like a specific. Diet regimen or calories or or whatnot. Because if you're really in touch with what your body needs in different seasons based on your energy and your output and where you're at in your cycle, then like our bodies are remarkable at telling us how to self-regulate when we start to understand how to listen.
0: Absolutely. Yes. The body will always know. Like, cause even when we get sick, like it's telling us that something's wrong, right? It's not just oh, I have a sore throat. So that must be it. No, it's telling me that maybe you have a gut misalignment. So Mm -hmm. this is no different. I feel it is very important for people just to like start to understand the four cycles before they like get overwhelmed of, oh my God, how do I do this? So I think it's really important for people just to Google the four cycles to sync with yourself, like know when you menstruate, like that's a big first step in order to get to the next of okay, now how do I plan for this? Like first, you have to understand mm-hmm. and how everybody's going to be different. So um, if you menstruate, great. I know if you're on birth control, that throws things off. Like I was never regular; it was always like a complete surprise when I was actually mm-hmm. going to have my period. So you can always sync with the moon. I know this sounds very like foo foo and crazy, but the new moon is like the new cycle. So think of when at the very top of your cycle is when you menstruate. So the very mm. first part of the moon cycle is a brand new moon. So you can just Google the the moon cycle and cycle with that and mm. just slowly. I just put it in my calendar. Honestly, I don't use anything fancy. I used to use an app and then I was like, no, that's just something more I have to go do. That doesn't work for me. So I just jotted it in my personal like calendar, of course, everything before, um, was always in my corporate calendar. So it was like, I make that thing private or just like, (laughs) if you have a different, like handwritten one of just like taking note of how did I feel this week? Okay. If I'm menstruating, like, how did I feel? What were my cravings? What was my energy? Like, how was I like socially too? And then you can do that with the follicular phase and the ovulation and the luteal. So like I, like I said, I just started out of doing like a Sunday that full seven days. And then once I figured out when I actually cycle, I tailored it to, okay, it's not as sweet that it starts Sunday and last <laughs> Saturday to make it Darn easy. It. <laughs> right. So mine is like a Thursday to a Wednesday. So I just make it like a continuous thing in my calendar. So it's just blocked off all day, but it's like private. But then that way I can look ahead if I'm going to plan a podcast or if I'm going to plan a dinner date or a concert or going out to eat, then you know what you want and you can listen to your body because it's already telling you. It's so cool.
1: Yeah. I use an app. It's called Flow and I, there's a million, there's mm-hmm. a million different apps, but I've even recognized, like I get push notifications from it and it's like, you may be experiencing a headache today. And it's like, right, every uh-huh. single time. And I'm like, I want to throw this thing out the window. Of course I have a headache. Or it's like, exactly. you, may, you might be feeling a little bit ragey. And I'm like, ah!
0: <laughs> Like, don't um, remind me. Yes. Yeah. But it's
1: like, oh my gosh. Like, what liberation comes from understanding and not having a reason to think that we're crazy? Or again, just going back to that whole conversation of I'm not something enough. Why can't mm-hmm. I do this? Blah, 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 blah. I need to change all these things. Like, no, that's just where you're at today. Like, give yourself the grace. Figure out how to support your body and then move on move on with your life. I love that.
0: I wanted to pull one thing out that you just said about that where you're like, yes, the app reminded me after I documented my symptoms, because you can totally go and pay for an app. You can do whatever. Um, I used one for a while. I think it was like my flow. I don't know. It was purple. It was some flow thing. But anyway, when you learn to sync your life with your cycle, you can actually lessen your menstrual pain. So then you don't have those headaches because you can align yourself with the nutrition that you need So then maybe cramping isn't as bad. Like you can just monitor those things. It is so huge. And then going on to the part of like, yes, we don't want to think we're crazy. I have three daughters. My oldest is 11. And so I'm like, I know my time is coming where like, oh, I'm going to have all these girls and all these hormones and I want them to understand this about themselves so they don't feel... A shame, like, think about when we first had our period, or oh my
1: god, yeah. like, and we
0: just didn't understand any of that stuff, and everybody was like, Oh, just pop a my doll, or you know, like, there's having an excuse for everything, and it's like, it's not an excuse, it's just who I am. Like, right. I didn't turn crazy, like, yes, I kind of sometimes wonder if I did turn crazy because even through those phases, you might really love your husband a lot and you're like, can't imagine your life any different. And it's so amazing that you became a mom. Hint, hint, those are the feminine seasons. And then all of a sudden you're like, what in the literal hell? Like, why did I do this? Do I really want to be married? Is it too late to get a divorce? I know we have a lot of land loans and debt together. How would that work? Like it goes through everybody's mind. Like, it's so funny talking with my clients and other people that were, they're like, yes. Like, this is totally me. Like, yes, it's just part of the cycle where our minds just go that way. But when we know that it's our cycle, we're kind of like, oh yeah, Yeah, I'm luteal this week. That's probably why I'm thinking that. And then you know how to like control your emotions Mm -hmm. and go around it rather than like, oh my
1: God, what is wrong with me? Should I check myself into an institution? (laughs) And you know, it's not going to be like that forever. Yes. And I, I, I was, I don't know if it was like a video or I don't know, something I saw online was talking about like, if you're having really severe symptoms, like cramps or headaches or whatever, like that is your body signaling that it needs something. Mm -hmm. And I think like I can personally attest to that. So I've been working with a functional health person, doctor thing, and recognized that I was like severely deficient in progesterone among like magnesium and iron and several other things and Mm -hmm. so my first cycle after getting started with the supplements to counteract that it wasn't even me that noticed it was my husband he was like you haven't even mentioned once that your back is like killing you and you want to like keel over in bed forever like all of these things that were just very normal occurrences Mm -hmm. he's like you have not mentioned any of that and I was like (gasps) oh you're right. Like I hadn't even noticed. So it's like, there was actually like a discrepancy that my body had been trying to tell me. And once I had along with the help of someone else figured out what that was and given it what it needed, like it alleviated symptoms that I had had for as long as I can remember, like mm-hmm. it's crazy, crazy. Yep. And just like in your cycle,
0: giving you these signs of like, this is what's going on in your body. Yes. Like so much. So like, yes, I love using cycles to help educate women on themselves so they can align better. But I also like to empower them on what you just said. Like, cause I do the same thing. I see a functional practitioner and did the blood tests and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and a chiropractor, which I love the chiropractor, dear God. Oh, the chiropractor. <gasps> oh yeah. Lifesaver. <laughs> like, for a while when I was at a desk job, like During the busy sales seasons, I was going once a week, if Mm -hmm. not twice, just because like, you know, sitting at a desk is a new smoking, right? Mm -hmm. But it's like (laughs) their help too has like shown we have to figure out what's causing the problem. We can't just always want to fix the pain because the pain is that notification from your body saying, hey, something's up. Like you said, like you were deficient in different areas of like minerals, okay? Okay. So other people, there might be like a gut imbalance or, you know, whatever it is, or maybe it's just their diet. Like they're having too many processed foods, or maybe they're having too much protein and it's causing an adverse reaction.
1: Mm -hmm. But you don't know until you start asking questions and figure out what it means for you. Cause it's one thing to see what someone else is doing or what worked for them or, or, Oh, they're on this plan and they're getting great results. Like that's fine to be inspired. But I think if anyone takes anything out of this conversation, it's the importance of value on figuring out your body, your cycle, your nutritional needs, your movement, your workflow. And just, again, going back to the question we, we talk about so much on the show is like, what do you actually want? Like, what does your body actually need? It's like one in the same. Right. And the greater we grow that intuition and the knowing ourselves, like, Like you said, it's like a path of least resistance. It makes life easier and happier because we're not fighting all of these forces that are just naturally meant to be.
0: Yes, absolutely. It is so huge. So, like you said, yeah, it's not just, oh, well, you know, my friend at work said this really worked. Yes, it is digging deep and getting very curious about it and not just listening to one. So, yes, it's like you're asking maybe your friend that had that same situation, ask with an open mind of like, data collecting. Like, I don't want to make it sound so nerdy as like research, but it is because you want to make the best informed decision. Just like I said, with like my cancer, like if I would have known those things or even realized that I could have went to my integrative practitioner at that point to like seek different things, but that just wasn't meant for me at the time. But it's like, get curious enough instead of looking for the quick fix. I think that's where I'm like trying to ramble
1: around to get back to the point I was making. It's just, it's like, what's the root?
0: Our so- yes, our society is so fixed on like, oh, I just want a solution and I want to move on to the next thing. Well, yep. okay, that's great, but then what are you learning from it? You know, like yes, some bad things happen in our life, but what can we learn from it that it was meant for us? Because everything happens for us, not to us.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like instead of looking for the band aid or the magic pill mm-hmm. to temporarily fix a problem that's still going to be there, like what can we actually nurture and change for our bodies and support our bodies so that it's that problem isn't there anymore that pain isn't there there's something about bringing people together that feels magical there's an intangible energy that comes from having a like-minded passionate community together in one space we are truly made to be together Whether as an MC, workshop host, or keynote speaker, my goal is to make your attendees feel seen, included, and ready to take action on their big dreams. I am now booking my 2023 speaking calendar. Click the link in the show notes or hop on over to emilyrushell.com to learn more and book me for your upcoming conference, meeting, or retreat. So I know, you know, something that comes up a lot in this conversation in the types of places that we live is rural he- health is a crisis among many things. Right. Much less if you are looking for, I don't know what the right word is, like different, crunchy, <laughs> eclectic, holistic. I don't know what we're not. Everyone who's listening to this I is like integrative, laughing they're like, I don't it- really know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really. I know what you mean, but like, what do we call it? Yeah. So like, what? What advice do you offer for someone who's like us on a farm or in the middle of nowhere? Like they have a local clinic, but they're not talking about, you know, this kind of stuff. Like what, where does someone go to access this information? Where, where would you direct them?
0: Yes, I would start like just on a Google search. Like, honestly, like I was so lucky that like, I just got asking and inquiring and I'm trying to think the very first, I think it was when I was having my cancer treatment. I was getting all these mailings from like a large hospital and the cancer clinic. And all of a sudden, there was a speaker and she was going to talk about and I don't even know what she talked about now, but it, it like she was an integrative. Medical practitioner. Like she started out as a traditional doctor and then she had her life crisis, like her husband had like a brain tumor or something like that. And so she started going down a different path to get curious. So I found her and then honestly, like I was like, I want to work with you. Like I want you to help me through this situation rather than a doctor telling me what I need or, oh, just because my levels are in the ideal range and I still feel like shit. I would really Mm. like to work with somebody who digs in and asks more questions. Well, at that time, there wasn't any like telehealth or web health. Mm -hmm. And then a few years ago, she moved to a different larger city, even farther away from me. But she was starting to take on web clients. And then you can still do your lab work at your rural area. Like it worked out perfect. And then they would just send them to her. And then we would meet just like you and I are right now through technology works out great. Um, yeah. I feel even in Iowa, like we have been blessed, like, cause then she went on a different path or whatever. And so I had found somebody else about an hour and a half away. But when I first met with her, this clinic, I, I met with them for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. None of my appointments, maybe my surgery to get my thyroid removed lasted that long. Otherwise you're in, you're out, you don't feel valued. You don't feel heard. And so it was amazing to find them just by doing a Google search. And then you can ask like a lot of them will now take your health care too. So you can have that taken care of. And it's just amazing that you don't have to have all the out-of-pocket expense. But if you're willing to find out, it's great to just dig in and see your resources. But like I was saying, there's even more like now somebody who is like 10 minutes away from me. So mm. it's just amazing. It's growing. It's growing. And it's and it's like an aha. It's not looked at as like, oh, who's the hippie that's like doesn't believe in Western medicine? It's like, it's not saying that I don't believe in Western medicine. I just believe in whole health and seeing the whole picture rather than, oh, you broke your leg? Okay, yes. Like if I have an emergency, I definitely want to be taken to the hospital. But right. if I have this nagging issue of like, Whatever symptom it is, like acne, for the longest time I was having the worst acne. Well, guess what? It was a gut imbalance that I found out through my integrative health by doing some lab testing that nobody else had ever dug into before.
1: Mm -hmm. It's just, it's collecting information. And at least in my experience, like a lot of times the out of pocket for something like that is actually less than what you would pay with insurance at the hospital. Like we know that healthcare is crazy. That's not even a whole rabbit hole we need to go down, but like <laughs> actually get honest about what you are having to pay even with insurance potentially. So anyway, I just think that that is, is worth considering. And I, I don't know if this is attributed to anyone in particular, but like if you don't pay for your wellness, you'll eventually pay for your sickness. So- you know, obviously something like this could be an investment and you have to do what makes sense for your family. But I think, you know, like you said, if you have this ongoing issue, that's going to turn into something significantly bigger because Mm -hmm. everything does at some point, then it's worth considering what that, that cost now looks like compared to unchecked for decades, you know? Yes.
0: Well, like, even like you said, before we started um, to record like pelvic floor health, I had three babies. Like, obviously, you know, when you laugh a little, you're going to maybe pee. But then it was like becoming like a big issue. Mm -hmm. Nothing through my like amazing big box healthcare was covering any of that until I noticed just last month before I left, they're offering some online thing. But I had found through a mastermind just with other entrepreneurs, these two PT ladies that developed a whole program around it. And so I'm like, hell, I would pay whatever you got. Like, I'll pay anything. Like, I just want to get this fixed because it's not a Kegel situation. It's, you know, all these other like muscles in your pelvic floor that nobody ever tells you about kind of like the cycle. Like they just think, oh, you had, you know, you had some babies. Like, of course you're not going to like, things aren't going to operate the same down there. It's like, um, this is just a basic life function that I would kind of like to not have to deal (laughs) with and need to like be in depends by the time I'm 50, like, come on. And honestly, it was the best thing I've ever done. Like I use my HSA money to pay for this program Mm -hmm. and it worked like a charm. And it was amazing. Like I could do it from home. Yes, it was so great. And then there was support. There was a community. Like I had a real person I could ask questions to. They offer like group things. And I just think that alone is not talked about enough. Like Mm -hmm. even when I do, like helping women with that, like as I've shared in my community, now that I've made such a life change from working a corporate nine to five and they're all interested of like, oh my God, what are you doing now? And I'm like, well, I actually work for myself at home. Well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I help women like lead a healthier lifestyle that complements their actual lifestyle. And they just look at me because, you know, it's all like farmers and like not saying we're (laughs) small minded people, but a lot of them that aren't entrepreneurs, they don't know this space. And Mm -hmm. so they're like, well, how does one how does somebody get that? And
1: it's like, oh, well,
0: you know, here's my information. Like, look me up. Like, just let's connect.
1: Okay. So on that note, what's your information? How can someone look you up? Yes.
0: Perfect segue. (laughs) Right. So I am on Instagram. I love Instagram. It's my happy place. Like I apologize. I'm not really on Facebook unless it's about my kids. Like, let's just be honest. Cause I feel it's a rabbit hole for me. So in doing some of the research with my cycle, I noticed when I was in Ludial, like scrolling Facebook was not a great thing for me or even social, but yes. So I digress, but I am on Instagram at donmarie.co, And then I have a podcast. So you can always listen to me for free at beyond the plate with Don Marie.
1: I love it. I love it. And more goodness like this, getting to know yourself. And like you said, building. Uh, I I don't know. I just feel like a healthy lifestyle really from the inside out, tapping into who you are, how your body functions and building your life around it. So I think it's incredible. And I think it is incredible that you are sharing it from the perspective of someone like me on a farm, out here, living our best life, doing all the things, having Mm -hmm. all the hard conversations and talking about weird crunchy things. That is right. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely crunchy. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I'm just grateful to you know, exists in this time where we're starting to understand ourselves better. Cause I think for a very long time, these were conversations that were not had No, and how disheartening. So thank you for sharing your passion and wisdom with us. We appreciate it so much. Yes.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It was a great conversation.
1: Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing Gathering Growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.